Boy, that sounds better. Man, it's good to have the old theme song back. People did not like the new theme song. Our uh, tw- uh, count me <laughs> Our Twitter friend J Mo Brock did not like the theme song. Mm-hmm. Our listener Katie did not like the theme There's song. There's your shout out, Katie. That's, you happy? Uh, you selfish bastard. <laughs> That's two out of two. Uh, sample size. I, also, I did not like yeah, it. Three out of three. This is second only to when you decided to play. <laughs> what was that? How can I live without you? The entirety, the entirety of that of song. Well, this, without my knowledge or permission. Or, or consent. Yeah, that is true. Um, to give some explanation, people thought this was a new theme song. It wasn't. It was a mistake. It Though was this, an error. It was an error. Though this is the theme song for my professional podcast. So apparently people hate it. Right? Apparently people hate the theme song to the other podcasts that I do. I think people hate it. I think the reaction was more of like, oh, that's different. Uh, yeah, that's Except not, for me. Yeah. I did hate it. That, that doesn't quite fit. I feel like uh, that's trying to be way too cool. Not trying to be is way too cool. <laughs> No trying about it. Um, and while we're on the topic of our theme song, we should mention, I don't think we've ever mentioned before, that this theme song is called By the Pool, and it's by the Jingle Punks. And I think we're supposed to be giving them credit every Your, single our episode. Our theme song? Our theme, the one we play every week. I can't do it very well. That was more I was just singing the Southern Charm. Yeah, oh, I know, yeah. He's got money. He's got money. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we want to give the Jingle Punks a shout He's out. He's in magazines. Got more honey. All right. Um, and uh, I also, real quick shout out as well, two quick shout outs. Jesus Christ. Where we got the fan I want to give a shout out to my man, JC. <laughs> Chris Pratt and I want to give a shout out to God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to uh, New York. And to Houston, those are our biggest listener bases right now. So if you're in New York or Houston, thank you. Jeez. All right. What? You're we got to give this fan service. Like we got to. Taylor Swift yeah, over here. Yeah. We got to give props to all our Houston listeners. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. Houston. You, Houston. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that New York is just my friend Sarah. What up, girl? Your friend Sarah and like 50 other people. Quiet. <laughs> I think it's Sarah and like the people she works with. Yeah. All gather round yeah. to listen gather together. Gather round the old fire. <laughs> Let me tell you a story about a girl named Becca. Ugh. All this right. is a story about a girl named Becca. <laughs> She's named Becca. Okay, well, let's get to it. Let's make this That's thing That's all you happen. got for the lucky parody? Yeah. She's on the bachelorette. <gasps> she cried, cried, Okay, cried. no. See, you asked for more and then you regretted it. So true of our relationship. <laughs> um okay so uh we get to we start on a cocktail party the guys are rehashing the week they say that it's been oh man yeah go ahead i'm just getting excited for the quote you're gonna do i'm getting pumped for it already uh it's been a tough i don't know i don't have a direct quote here is it the rollout of the yeah okay yeah it's been a tough week because of david and clay um clay professional football player broke his wrist may never may never play football again david rolled off a bunk bed (laughs) broke his face may never be whole again may never be able to model for wilhelmina models again (laughs) oh wait you're not you don't even know what a wilhelmina you don't even know what that means um, no, the quote I had was just to roll off a bunk bed and almost end your life is pretty ter- terrifying. terrifying. Very the terrifying. The idea that you could just roll out of bed and be dead. And be dead like that. Yeah. It's, you I mean. posted on Twitter, bunk beds are the silent killer. We need to raise awareness Number one, dry drowning. Number two, bunk beds. Bunk beds, yeah. Man, if you dry drown Number in a bunk three, bed. Number three, Trump. The three biggest, uh... Three silent killer. I guess Trump is hardly silent. But. Um, before we get that quote, though, and oh, I don't even I know who said, yeah, yeah, because I won't, I you skipped something very important to me. Okay. Because much like Barney Stinson, I have my own uh, vault of theories. And okay. one of my theories is that you can only give a baby girl... A unisex and or masculine name Mm -hmm. if you know she's going to grow up to be beautiful. Yeah. It's the Blake Lively theory, if you will. Nice. I will. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> right. So this is referencing an ugly girl that I can. <laughs> the yeah, mm. a, a corollary. Who's that? The... Who's that other? There's a James. James. Blah, blah, blah. That's Blake Lively's. She named one of her kids James. Oh, she was she on not? Heart of Dixie. What's that girl's name? Wait, oh, this is, it's not Blake Lively's daughter. It's another person okay, another who person. I think proves the theory, because I think her name is James. She's good looking? Or Jamie she's King. Ugly? But she used, when she was a model, she would go by James King. Oh, I see. But she was a model. Yeah, so anyway, she can get away with James. that's yeah. two people. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, look to Harold Palmer, who went to high school with me. Real uggo. Real ugly girl. Name was Harold. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> tough to pull up. Oof. I hope she's not listening to this at her whole name. <laughs> You're a big fan. You really think I went to yeah. high school with a girl named I thought Harold? So. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh. I was excited that you went to someone else. Anyway, okay. this is all to say that Blake decides to cheer Becca up by asking her how many kids she wants. Ladies, am I right in saying that that's a fun convo to have until you actually have kids? Right. You fucking idiots. Well, also, a fun convo to have, like, essentially night three for these people can you imagine how much anxiety you would have had if i had tried to have that conversation with you like date two yeah how many kids do you want so yeah. <laughs> let's talk about names for them yeah <laughs> um becca wants three no you don't girl yeah, trust you don't. me yeah trust me blake wants three to five three. <laughs> I would take 4.2. You know? You might as well just split the difference. If you're going to have three, you might as well just have two more. Yeah, right. There's no difference in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might as well go quiverful. I know. I didn't know have, that Blake you know, was a dugger, but that does kind of make sense. So Blake says that he loves guys' names for girls and that he likes the name Charlie, which is our boy's name. Yeah. And though we do have a friend whose uh, girl goes by Charlie. Yeah, I know, but she's a cute little girl. Yeah. Charlie is... A cute little girl against all like the Ch- odds, really. Yeah. <laughs> Given her father. <laughs> I don't think he listens to this, yeah. When you get to my house, tell them Jeremy sent you. So this is one of Ryan's and mine, but mostly your mm-hmm. friend's. From graduate school. Yeah. Do we, should we say too much? I don't know. I do. Well, he just he did that Monster Mash parody. He did a Monster Mash parody. I don't know if I can find it and put it in. <laughs> I don't think we have the copyright for that. I feel like you're going to sever that friendship if you do that. If I put the Monster Mash thing in? Well. If you put Jeremy's Monster <laughs> Mash in. <laughs> I think he wants it out there for the world. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is really oh. delved deeply into inside joke territory. Oh. So let's get back to... Uh, anyway, my whole point okay. is I don't think that Blake and Becca can 100% bank on having beautiful children. Yeah. So they should stay away from the unisex names. Yeah, no, that's good advice. Or the guys' names for girls. Yeah, I think that's right. I think... Yeah, you, you never know. So I would, I think you have a solid theory on your hands. Yes. Yes, solid theory. Checks out. Do you want to hear my other theory Absolutely. real quick? Yes. That if two people of unequal attractiveness get together, their kids are ugly. So the oh. reason why we have kids that are, I mean, really, y'all, people stop us on the street and are like, your kids are beautiful. I don't want to brag, but one of our children is modeled for holy guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Was the inspiration for I don't a Dawn brag, Draper style kitsch? But if you Google pitch. Little Jim Huntsville, it's our fucking family. <laughs> We've said too much. And no you better believe that it's are. not because of me and Ryan. Right, no. Oh, God. But it's because they you like and I are both out. like solid like five sixes. And so because we both chose each other and we are of equal attractiveness our kids were able to transcend that and gain more attractiveness attractiveness. however you see a lot of couples where the i don't want to be sexist but it's usually a much more attractive female i don't know why you're saying that we're of equal attractiveness i don't know who besides you would argue that we look like siblings we look like siblings but you are the more attractive of the two of us i don't think anybody's gonna Mm. Argue I mean, against that. Well, no. 
right? Yeah. Um, there's a um, there's an evolution. I'm just saying if there's like a huge discrepancy. Sure. Yeah. Like you, think you the kids and I are, are turn basically out. the same. Level. Well, there's maybe a two point difference between eh, us. Yeah. I mean, depends me. on the time of year. Um, but well, and since I grew my hair out, I think that helped. I was like four points behind you. Until but I then sometimes you pull it back in a ponytail, in a man bun. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a uh, evolutionary psychology theory to back up your your idea, which is that people naturally sort themselves into partners of like attractiveness to I avoid wrote that theory. to avoid cheating. So, like, people oh. just sort of know, like, well, if I end up with, she's a nine and I'm a oh, four, I'm she's going to cheat on me, yeah. right? So, let's, I'm going to go for another four. Yeah. People just kind of naturally Well, you also themselves. naturally seek out people who look like you. Right. Narcissism. Yeah, that's true. So, you got both of those things going there. Yeah. So, I like your theory. I think that's good. Would you say that, you said this already, so I think there's no point saying, would you say this? It's almost always that the woman is the more attractive of the two partners. I said that already. Yeah. Well, I, just, I wanted to confirm that that's what your your point is. Um, that a minute ago when I said yeah, that, that, yes. that was... Yeah, I wanted to confirm. Cause, well, because yeah. I agree. And my I also would argue that the world's ugliest man is uglier than the world's ugliest woman. Like, it just goes all the way down to the bottom. So, like, Harvey Weinstein v. Octomom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Just off the top of my head. Sure, just two random people off the top of your head. Well, that's why I wanted to confirm your theory to, to piggyback mine on top of it. Um, all right, anyway. Let's so get into the show 11 a minutes, bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought this one was going to be short because not much happened. Okay. So Becca gives Jordan some uh, gold underwear. Yes. A la Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. And I think and it's important that Becca gives them to him. Later, yeah, I think that's really Because the guys important. are like... Why are you out here in this underwear? They right. just get so personally offended by everything that Jordan does, right. which is so stupid. It's so stupid. And they're like, he's clowning around. You're not taking this seriously. And it's like, well, Becca gave these to him. Right. Like, Becca I mean, thought it was funny. Yeah. So. I didn't think it was funny when he bent over and the camera was in his fucking taint. But <laughs> I, I didn't think that was funny. Wasn't a very flattering angle. Okay. I think this <laughs> podcast is better than that. What? That I think The Bachelor is better than that, too. Do you want to cut that out? No. No, we're keeping it in, just so that the world knows how nasty you are. <laughs> That's That was an accurate description uh, of what the show made us see. <laughs> oh... Anyway, okay. that doesn't even happen for like another hour. So okay, um, <laughs> I get to do it all over again. I know, and now I have to look at my notes <laughs> to even see where we are. All right, David comes back. Uh, he says that he's trying to save face. Is that supposed to be a joke? <laughs> I think so. They're actually Jordan got off one of his better lines when he said uh, David's face looks like a Picasso. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, well, and yeah. Um, well, does David say he wants to save face? I or feel does, like that's um, stealing from people who isn't there a um, isn't there a thing that people say of like you're a blank? It's somebody that look. Is it a a Matisse, a Monet, where you look good from far away, but you're a mess oh. up close. Oh, that's clever. But Maybe I, a Monet. Yeah, I, that's clever. Who does that make sense that. with? I don't know. I guess that. that's right. Like one of the uh, like impressionists. Yeah. Perhaps a pointillist of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyways, let's see. We've got, uh, yeah. So, and then David says, Hey, Jordan. And I feel like in my mind, I remember him doing like a kissy face, but I don't think that actually <laughs> happens. I was like, how you doing, Jordan? Uh, no, I don't think he did that. But he is clearly just there to piss Jordan yeah. off because yeah. he's like, I'm here for Becca. And also to annoy Jordan a little bit. Yeah, well, it, it really is a waboom other guy yeah, situation. Yeah, Blake situation. Blake, yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, and um, Jordan, though, says David just single-handedly ruined the night. They're all just getting way too into each other. 
And, you know, you have argued in the past that the cattiness on The Bachelorette is less. But I feel like the last couple seasons, like with Chad and with Jordan, there's been these polarizing figures that bring the cattiness out in the guys, you know? Just in a few of them. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, I mean, I do feel like if that becomes your thing, you kind of lean into it. Sure, yeah. Um. All right. Becca gives David a rose, basically, because she wants him to go home. Because they're all sick of looking at right, his, his face. face. Looks terrible. It's yeah. like get your face out of here. It's... Puss is like seeping out of his <laughs> sutures. He's basically the character mask from that share movie. He's like, uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Never mind. Never mind. Back up. Back the up. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm curious. Is there hideous. a show? What's that? What is that old '80s movie of the kid who's like has a really ugly face? That's Mask with Cher. Oh, yeah. Whoa, okay. Right, right, yeah. 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 Wherein Cher has to to uh, no. I'm thinking of there's an X Files about that where they, oh, there's a deformed he's kid. He's like um. It's like the less PC version of that movie that just came out. Like now, oh, everybody's yeah. kind, right? Or when people are assholes, wonder, wonder. Yeah, he's the wonder kid, except yeah. he's an asshole. Well, the people are an asshole. No, but I'm saying David. Oh, is an David asshole. is an, gotcha. Okay, yeah. All right. David is the asshole version of Mask. All right, so David gets a rose ahead of time, mm-hmm. so he can go um, home. Yeah, he says, "I may not have a male model face at this point, but I have a rose, bitch." Then Jordan pulls a Johnny Castle and says that David, quote, isn't going to put him in the corner. <laughs> Nobody puts Jordan in Nobody the corner. Nobody puts Jordan in the corner. We need to mention that Jordan is really excited because he's wearing a shirt that's meant to have a tie, but he's not wearing a tie. Hmm. And so that shows Becca he could go either way. He's totally unpredictable. Mm-hmm. What won't this guy do? This guy's wild. <laughs> this, this guy's, guy's crazy. Wild. All right. Becca says that the entire week has blown her mind. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and apologize at this point because I went to Bunko earlier tonight and I feel like it's becoming clear <laughs> that Ryan took the kids to the pool and just drank a whole bunch. I drank one beer at the pool. Yeah. That, and that the, was it. Yeah. Because I had to watch the kids and be responsible. What y'all can't see is that he's putting air quotes around one. One beer. That was all I took. One uh, um, that was all you took? You took you to, no, took <laughs> with me. To That's all I brought with me. It's all I brought with Ooh, me to the pool. Do you think take, taking drugs is cool? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Nick is in a tracksuit. And I want to say I noticed it and was like, what the fuck? Right, what is happening? And then... Yeah. You made me I mean, rewind it. I was like, why is he wearing... My notes say, why is Nick wearing a European tracksuit? And then all we get about it is, quote, this is a risk, going to the rose ceremony with a tracksuit on, but now is the time to put it all out on the line. This is who I am. Yeah. I like it that he's taking a stand on it. Like, Right, he's really putting a... Putting a line in the sand. It does not pay off. What is the risk? Like, or I guess, what is the point? What? Why did he? I guess we just didn't get enough of this story. Because there was other stuff going on. There had to have been more to it. Right. There must have been some purpose. Or maybe he just forgot to pack a suit. And he was like, no, this is my line in the sand. This is is the hill that I'm going to die on. This track suit. You don't want me in my track suit? Go fuck yourself, (laughs) Becca. Um, all right. Nick gets cut. Yeah. Tracksuit was a bad idea. Wait, no, is he, that, you know, he, he gets doesn't cut get cut. Late. He, gets he gets cut, cut in late. the second. Yeah, the, so he should have worn a tracksuit to the next one. Yeah, I wrote long haired dude is gone. Yes. Ryan is gone. Yes, yeah. banjo playing banjo Ryan. Banjo playing Ryan. Good so there, Yeah, good lord. Now, like, we need another Ryan uh, around here. Another Ryan trying to be uh, all cool. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my cool theme song, guys. Okay. Okay. Um, Garrett gets a one-on-one. They are going to Utah, Park City, Utah. They both are wearing magic underwear. <laughs> It's true. It's true. You in, just didn't notice Rome. it, but if you looked really close at the tight jeans that Becca was wearing, you could you see a line. Yeah, you could see the You outline. might have thought yeah. that she was wearing like bicycle shorts under her jeans. That was Mormon no, yeah, magic, magic underwear. underwear. When in Rome. Uh, <laughs> when in Utah. 
So, I mean, I don't have much for this. She says Garrett is the perfect guy for exploring a new city. When she thinks of Garrett, she gets butterflies. They put on alpaca hats, blah, blah, blah. He's attractive. I didn't get that much out of this, mostly because I was so into the next segment. Do you have anything else you want to say before we move on to the big bombshell? Just that I think it really sucks that clearly Garrett, I don't know if he's the last man standing, but he obviously makes it far enough on the show to get a really favorable editing edit. Yes. Um, And I can't ignore what I know about him. So I feel like it makes for a really unpleasant viewing experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, were you going to skip all the way past their date? No, they get cut in. There's a, there's a cut in about Lincoln um, halfway through the date that we have to address. Oh, Um, but uh, yeah, no, I agree with, with the Garrett thing. Cause you know, Lee, there's a similar to the Lee situation, except Rachel didn't really like like him. She saw straight through them. They were trying to, Put Lee out there as some like right. sweet great southern guy. like yeah. Luke Pell type yeah. guy, like that's great that uh, you know Garrett looks funny in a furry hat, right? But I feel like he still <laughs> likes horrible. Things. He also thinks it's funny to shame trans kids, right? Right. I just I can't I cannot get behind him no. and well and I mean it's also like. It wouldn't be a defense if he was shaming trans kids and he was also, like, really interesting and charming. But he's not to me. You know, he's just very bland and He's just like a golden retriever. Like, he's super enthusiastic about everything. To be fair, and I thought this was, like, a really strange thing. I mean, it couldn't have been anything more than a coincidence. But, you know, they go bobsledding and they bring on two... Uh, Olympians who it's two women they started off as teammates that turned to friendship which led to love and kids so it's two lesbians and he is like that's awesome Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just bizarre like how random that they would pick two women to I I don't I mean Uh the whole thing was just kind of yeah Strange to me, and I mean to Garrett's credit, he which like what are you? What's he going to do? Right, you know? I don't appreciate your lifestyle. That's really cool. The Bible doesn't think it is. But. <laughs> I dislike. Um, yeah, well, and you know what? I I don't like him either. Largely based on the fact that a he's boring, and b he appears to have terrible taste in offensive memes. Um, but I do want to jump in with the Lincoln. Lincoln thinks the world is yes, flat. Yes, Lincoln thinks the world is flat, which we have to mention. Um, and So uh, in addition to being, one, a floor pooper, two, an assaulter. Yeah, that came out. Arrested for assault. Yes, thank you uh, to our fan MJ for initially bringing this to our attention. Seems like everybody knows now and that the background checks failed spectacularly on this season. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but so on somebody top of those. Got fired. Yeah, somebody better get fired. Um, but on top of those two strikes, he also believes the world is flat. Um, and so they ask him, how do people sail around the world and not fall off? And his scientific answer is traveling, traveling and. And gravity. No, and friction. And friction. Yeah, those three mm-hmm. things traveling and gravity and friction, which is science. Traveling and um, friction and gravity. And then he does something with his hands to explain how all the water in the world, if it was round, would like drain down <laughs> to the bottom, not seeming to explain how gravity works. I think he was works. arguing like if the world is in fact a sphere, why are the oceans not falling on us? Right. Like I think that was his. Right. Well, he seemed to believe that they would like drain to the bottom of the world <laughs> somehow, like having com- no understanding at all of how gravity works. Um, he also said, if there are any astrophysicists out there, give me a call. We have an astrophysicist friend, and I texted him, and he is willing to talk to Lincoln about huh. it. So Maybe we, you can I've, tweet at Lincoln. I've, actually, I will. I've got it. We've got an astrophysicist friend that can handle this situation, so we'll get on it. Um, okay, so back to the bobsledding uh, situation where Garrett is on. You know what's one better than Cloud 9? Hmm. Cloud, Cloud 10. 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where Garrett is. Becca says that Garrett's just go with the flow and carefree. And that uh, walking through the snow is one of Garrett's favorite things to do. 
Oh, what a cliche. I feel like it's a little bit like when Ari and Becca M went on that yeah. date. And she was like, we just have so much to talk about. And Ari's like, I like this horse. <laughs> That's neat. Well, what was the sketch phrase? Oh, I love that. That's, or I like yeah, that. I, yeah. like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, They open up some champagne. Because uh, we're at the night date, yeah? Yes. You want to go to the night date, yes, which I is do. at the Big Moose Yacht Club, <laughs> which is like never have I ever wanted to go to a place more now. I, I Do you think it's pretty exclusive? Do you think it's hard to get into the Big Moose Yacht Club? Yeah, I yeah, do. It I had a big imagine. sign on it that said private. Yeah, no, there's not just anybody gets into the Big Moose Dick Yacht Harrison Club. Harrison had to suck to get into the Big Moose Yacht <laughs> oh, Club. Oh, what? And my joke was too inappropriate for the show. Yes. It yeah, was. Still. We have standards. Okay. We have our standards and practices. People are going to take that joke out and post. Um, so one of the things that Becca says as a compliment to Garrett, although I wanted to ask about this, is that he reminds her of her dad. I feel like that's a little bit like the last guy who was like, and I don't remember who this was, but he was like, I want to treat you like I treat my mom and yeah. my sister. That to me is a weird thing to say. Right. Even if you think it's true, I still think it's weird. Well, and it's phrased weird, you know, because I think, and I guess what it, what she's going for is a lot of women really want to marry someone who's like their dad. And so I guess it's like your marriage material or whatever, but I just think the phrasing. Well, and I think Becca is maybe even a little different because her dad has passed away. Oh, that's right. So I feel like any of the qualities that you like, would hate in your father probably get like yeah <laughs> phased out sure, and you just remember glasses. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um all right at the big moose yacht club oh how about this little uh bombshell just real casual mention here yeah right. so go you want to handle this yeah one? so this garrett one. says that he was in love once um because becca's like well this is kind of an expedited process um i guess we should talk about past relationships and I feel like Becca, in my mind, her voice has just become Robin Sherbatsky when she lives in Canada. But that is what she sounds like. Yeah. This They open champagne and she goes, Haha, popped it off a little early. <laughs> Was that a, like a euphemism? Uh, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's Becca making a sexy joke. Popped off a little early, eh? <laughs> um, so she encourages Garrett to tell her what his past relationships are. He says, I was in love once, and it was right when I got out of college. I was 23 years old. We both liked adventure, and after hanging out and exploring together and going on all these adventures, um, I grew to love that about her to the point of getting married to her. That's a crazy, uh, like... No, 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 hang on. Okay, no, I know, I know, yeah. And uh, one thing led to another, and then we got divorced. So he yada 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 getting married, right. and then he yada 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 getting divorced. Yes. I met this lawyer, we went out to dinner, I had the lobster bisque, we went back to my place, yada yada yada, I never heard from him again. Yeah. Which is, frankly, impressive. It is impressive. Well, it's just such a, like, casual wind-up to, like, yeah, we loved hanging out, having adventures together, we got married and divorced. I, I loved how adventurous she yeah. was. It, it was a, quite the adventure, getting married. Um, so... He said they were only married for two months. It appears, based on some uh, ancillary Googling that oh. I did, that it was six months ah. of marriage. Though I guess it, sometimes it takes a while to actually dissolve for it to the like, yeah, yeah, true. Um, though they were engaged. For- yeah, I feel like if it was two months, that's like annulment territory. Yeah, right. Um, right, because they were together for a year and a half, engaged for a year. So that sounds like they made responsible decisions, but... Um, yeah, she. He Nothing said, about that sounds responsible to me. Together for a year and a half, engaged for a year. That They're sounds... like twenty. So why then did they get divorced after See, two? Well, months? that's why. That's what I'm sorry. That's what I was leading up to. Is like, how did that happen? You know, like it's weird to me that they were together. That like, what problems immediately emerged? Right in the like, marriage. What do you? Yeah, <clears throat> that weren't there before. <sighs> anyway, the, the date ignored. does go well. Mm-hmm. They end. I didn't even write it down. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We take a break from the date to see who's on the group date. Oh, yeah. 
Jordan, Chris, Blake, John, Lincoln, Leo, David, Connor, Kristan, Jason, Colton, Jean Blanc. Which means that Wills has the one-on-one mm-hmm. with Becca. Yep. We go back to the Garrett date. And um, he said that his first wife was emotionally abusive. She would tear him down and build him back up again. Yeah, she was driving a wedge between him and his family and friends. And that no one in his entire bloodline had ever been divorced before. (laughs) Going back 400 years. (laughs) No one in the house of Garrett has ever been divorced. (laughs) Um, and Incest, then, yes. Right. Divorce, <laughs> Never. no. Well, and then they go, they leave the Big Moose Yacht Club, and who is performing? Y'all. Who? who Granger is it? Smith. The Granger Smith. I always thought it was Granger Smith. <laughs> well, he's just so classy. <laughs> um, yeah, they, although, I don't know if this was, maybe they, I wonder if they're like, Hey, Granger Smith might be on one of your dates. Like, get to know his, yeah. like, oeuvre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's a bad, an extensive back catalog. Because did you see it that Garrett years. was singing along? Oh, was he? I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, he was. Okay. Or maybe he just figured out the chorus and well, they I was, filmed him when he would sing it. I was going to say... It was the most generic country song yeah. in the world. So I, you could basically just figure, you know, you could guess what was going to happen next. All right. Group date. Let's go lumberjacking. Yeah. Oh, let's go lumberjacking. Um, sweet little John is like, oh. oh, I still get nervous around cute girls and groups of intimidating guys, Dope. but I'm hella rich. So. Right. And spoiler alert, John brings it on the he date. He does. Yeah. He's just a little guy. I feel like he's not, he's just a nerd. Like he's a, I don't even know if nerd is the right it's word. Not I think because... it's do- I think he's a dork. Yeah, it's hard to pin the right thing out because a Look, nerd. What, but what is that bug in the blind? Do you see that? Yeah. What is that? that? Um, I'm going to go check it out. Hang Let's on, pause. y'all. I got to go Hang kill on. this bug. Pause. This gang, I did not get Ryan the roach. Ryan did not get the roach. Despite... He crawled back up into the window. Taking uh... a knife to him. <laughs> yeah, I had a butter knife at him at one That's point. That's a non-southerner who tries to kill a dadgum roach with a butter knife. Well, I tried to get him first, but he crawled into the window okay. I couldn't get at okay. him. Okay, yeah. it's your fault when it crawls into my ear canal tonight and lays, and lays eggs. eggs. And then he cut the eggs. And then I go crazy ear. and yeah. murder you because I have roach eggs I've, in my brain. I've got it coming. Let's face it. I've got it coming. <sighs> All right. Um, All right. Let's knock this out. We're so, on a lumberjack date. Beck is looking for the lumberjack to her lumber Jill. They brought in another couple, real life yeah. couple. Power couple. Spoiler alert, it's the lesbians again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. This time it's a husband and wife team. Yeah. Um, Becca, I do think that, I mean, again, with the Robin Sherbatsky comparison, She's got a lot of Sherbatsky in her. She likes a Yumberjack. Sherbatsky. I almost said Yumberjack. She she does. She really likes a Lumberjack. She seems to really want like an outdoorsy, like sports guy. Man's man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the men are excited because they all think this is their chance to separate the men from the boys. Leo says that. Yeah. Which I'll point out again... That like just straight up muscles once again do not seem to be yeah because Lincoln is ripped but right. he doesn't seem to be very good at it right my question is genuinely I don't even mean this to be insulting like are there sports that he's really good at or is he just ripped he might just be in really good shape yeah yeah I mean I feel like there's a difference I don't know I mean I would think that if you were in good shape you would be good at swinging an axe sure, me too right that know. would be my so like if i saw him i would be super intimidated however he and is I, not i wouldn't do any better and a bunch of the guys think that jordan's gonna like suck at it and right he now walks up pretty well and knocks out and uh john splits it in one swing mm-hmm. um and they do axe throwing he wins the competition the coveted golden axe he trophy. wins the golden axe johnny tsunami Oh. Um, he yells, I'm on top of the world. Oh, John. Oh. My take is that he's probably 
one of just the better guys, like a good, decent guy. Yeah, I feel like he's probably really nice. Right, on the show. And probably a lot of fun. And also, he's a little bit like Evan, too, in that... um, Evan actually was reasonably ripped. Like, if you took 10 real random life, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Evan he, is like real life nine, bachelor three. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think John is the same way. Like, John is probably stronger than 80%. Yeah. Of He's men. for sure in much better shape than you. Oh, absolutely. But that's not hard. Well, you know? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We finished the Lumberjack date, although I do want to point out, just since we have had a theme of the Breakfast Club, yes, uh, I noticed that uh, Jason was dressed a little bit like Bender. Yeah. Well, He's and... got on a like gray overcoat, red scarf. Right. And just like not appropriate. For, it's way like, too like bizarre. preppy. And yeah, yeah. for this, this date, it's not the right. Did I stutter? He later says uh, to Becca that she's freaking stunning from head to toe. Freaking stunning. Oh, so this is where we do get Jordan in the golden underwear. Yes. We have one-on-one time on the after after party. Yeah. After Uh, the party is the after party. (laughs) And then after this, they actually do all go to a hotel lobby. (laughs) And R. Kelly pees on a bunch of them. (laughs) Oh, There's oh, too a, much? No, it's it's not it's not too, too much, much to insult R. Kelly. It's just well, first of all, the apparently his his reckoning is finally coming. I, yeah. Like two decades too late. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> so I guess uh, it's better late than never. Not everybody appreciates Jordan in his golden undies. Colton and Jordan have to have a man chat, mm-hmm. which is a very serious situation indeed. Yep. Yeah, to have a man chat. Well, I liked it that Jordan. Wears the gold underwear and then goes back to the guys with it on. And you just hear someone off camera say, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, Colton says he wants the antics and the bullshit to be done. Colton says that Jordan's not there for the right reasons. Not there for the right reasons. He got the wrong reasons alert. Mm -hmm. Wrong reasons alert. Yeah, which again, I, I want to reiterate that Becca gave him this underwear. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like it's funny that like you have a dick like Jean Blanc, who's like clearly falsely saying that he, I mean, we'll get to we'll this, get to but this, saying yeah. that like, I love you. Like Jean Blanc isn't here for the right reasons. No, I right. feel like Jordan is is it's a toby flinderson move he's like they're messing with you right you know like he's just trying to get under all of your skin and it's working working. so he's doing it more and more yeah yeah well and that's i mean just ignore these people and also it's not like beck but either becca's going to be charmed by someone wearing underpants golden underpants or not well, I mean, clearly it isn't the even... producers were like, you have to keep him for the two-on-one, right. and then you can cut his ass, and you'll probably cut David, too, and right. right. Right, Well, it just sometimes the men's concern is like, well, she's not seeing the real Chad. She appears to be seeing exactly the yes. real Jordan. Yeah. So there doesn't, there's no concern of like. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. She's not really. Yeah, it's who not he like is. a two faced situation. Not at all. Like, Jordan yeah. is one way with the guys and totally different <laughs> with Becca. No, he appears to have one face, um, a Wilhelmina face. It is the pensive gentleman. <laughs> all right. So speaking of non gentlemen, Jean Blanc. Has, like, given a little bit of talk about how he feels like he can tell that some of the guys are in relationships that are progressing right. faster. faster. Yeah. So he's clearly feeling a little bit of the pressure. Um, he says that he, in his one-on-one time, he tells Becca he collaborated with one of the biggest fragrance houses in the world. question is, and we've talked about this before, like... They're not allowed to watch the news. They apparently weren't allowed to have their phones or really, like see anything about the national election that was going on when they were filming. Uh, but I guess it's okay for Jean Blanc to like, just pick reach up the out phone. to this giant sure. fragrance yeah. out. Like, well, do you think he, did he do this preemptively or no? no he Cause did, he named it, it Miss Becca yeah, he Blanc. Yeah. Miss Becca Blanc. Yeah. No, maybe. Which is he, what? Miss Becca White. Oh, cause his name his is name Jean, Blanc. Jean Blanc. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's like hyphenated. Yeah. Freaking weird. 
Yeah, no, well, and to get frickin' weirder, let's do it. Let's get frickin' weirder. All right, so Leo interrupts, um, Becca says that she thinks that Jean just kissed her because he felt like he should. He interrupts back, steals Becca back, and tells her that he is falling in love with her and that he just wants to put that out there. He hasn't felt this way in a long time. Um... Man, Becca's face in response is everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know if there's a gif of that yet, but there should be. It's a long, uncomfortable silence. Yeah, it's just... it's. She says it's very intense. Uh, she, She's not sure that she's on that same page after two group dates. Um, They're on different wavelengths. And then, I mean, go girl, she cuts him. Yeah, right away. No, great. I mean, not even going to wait around... Well, and then so she cuts him and then it gets worse because he says, that's not necessarily where I'm at. I just thought that's what you wanted, where you wanted to take things. And that's what you wanted to hear. And Which I like it. Like the, what is his idea that she'll be like, oh, you were just right. telling me what you thought I wanted oh, to hear. Never mind. mind. Stick around. Well, and I thought he was going to ask for the perfume uh, bag too. Absolutely. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, about the perfume <laughs> <laughs> I know someone else named Becca. Mm. Well, and then he, uh, she, Becca says, are you telling me things because you think I want to hear certain things? And he says, absolutely not. So he's just all over the board. He Get him out of there. Yeah, I mean, she basically just tells him that he's a liar. He's not being honest. Right. Um, and this, she also is just like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Like, well, we're not coming back from this. Right. Well, and this is one of the classic go down in flames moments. Yeah. I think in Bachelor history. As far as, like, just sabotaging yourself. I do think that it's also a good, um, a good display of, like, yes, the show is crazy. Yes, the show encourages, you know, a display of emotions that in a real-life dating scenario would be wildly inappropriate. But even so, like, these are real people, like, Becca has her standards, she has her limits, and if she's not... I feel like it shows that she's not just looking for any asshole to be like, I'm in love with you. Right, right. Well, and that there are... There's behavior that's outrageous enough that it will get you off the show. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, she's super pissed. She's really upset. Um, She said that she has... It makes her doubt whether any of these guys are there for the right reasons. So basically, the pressure is on Wills, who has right. the one-on-one. Yeah, because nobody gets a rose. No, she's just party. like, fuck y'all. Yeah. Um, so the pressure is on Wills to, you know, get get her back, basically. Yeah, yeah all the men are, like, rooting for him. It, so it's an interesting scenario, because all the men are rooting for him to, like, bring it on the date and kind of turn this situation around. And I will say, I am not, I'm not going to make the argument that Wills is the last one standing, but this is exactly what happened with Ashley and JP. Cause oh. there was, and now I'm not even going to be able to remember his name. There was a big, oh, that's going to bug me though. Here, carry the show. I'm gonna, okay. I gotta well, go what I'll that. say is the men at demanded that he bring it and he brought it. Bentley. I didn't even have okay. to Google yeah. it. I remember that now. Bentley. So there was an asshole on her season and this same type thing happened. Like he left, I think of his own accord and she was super upset by Mm -hmm. it, but they just had like a low key date and JP like won her over that night. And Mm. I feel like Wills does the same thing where he's just like, it's the right guy for the date because he's Mm -hmm. super comforting. He's just like a sweet, seems like a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will say, I mean, this Wills, John... Um, it seems like there are some genuinely nice people here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure we'll learn horrible things about them later that will devastate me. But for now, um, both those guys seem great. And Wills, he does a really great job. He talks about how his girlfriend wanted that hall pass. Um, yeah. So she, similarly to Garrett, is like, tell, tell me about you. Tell me about your previous relationships. That's not that's Canadian. That's all over the board. Yeah. <laughs> Our accent coach. Hang on, is not I gotta, I gotta, pleased. I gotta do it. So tell me who you dated. That's better. Yeah. That's so good. tell me about your past relationships. Uh, 
He dated someone for three years. They talked about kids and wedding venues and wedding rings. Well, you should talk about kids on like the third date. Sure. Yeah. What kind of names you want to give them? Boy name or girl name. Um, he said he was all in and that uh, she essentially eventually told him that she wanted a hall pass. Yeah. Which he says meant that he could have sex with anyone that he wanted to. Is that how a hall pass works? Well, I think what happened, the way I interpreted this, was that she wanted one. So she's like, oh, you can do it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Right. Yeah. So like, I think that's she what wanted, yeah. 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 Which, I mean, you know. Jeff Bridges on my hall pass list. Ooh, like, I, have, I don't think that's what was going on. I here. have I mean, a I celebrity agree. hall pass sure. list that I'm not at all afraid to use. Sure. And that's, I endorse that. That's fine. But genuinely, would you be mad if I made real life? That's like, a good question. I would really have to real think about life, it. Yeah, I mean, I if would I be, made out with Jeff Bridges. If you made out with him? Yeah. I I thought you were talking like going all the way. No, just if I like if made, made, if out, I with made him, out with him. I mean, I would be a little uncomfortable with it, but I feel like that would be balanced out with. First of all, we've been talking about. So it for on years. your list is Scarlett Johansson, and I feel like if you were able to actually like swing that, I would be like, that's impressive. Sure, right? Like, I mean, good for you. First of all, there's no good way you, that that would guy. ever happen. Well, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Well, she's, I mean, obviously, I'm not this, but she's going to go for that SNL writer, which is a little strange to me. Like, mm. Yeah, you could probably get her. Oh, sure. I can. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. I I'm take that saying, to me. Like, I don't, I don't think I would, I think I would just be so... Well, you'd be so stunned, shocked too, that I would right? just have to be like, okay. Yeah, like, how would you... I do think that that one is more like, no offense to Jeff Bridges, but I think that Jeff Bridges would go for you, you know, versus, like, what? You don't think that Jeff, a 68-year-old man... No, I'm a saying, why yeah. would I take no offense to Jeff Bridges? Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying that he's not an attractive man or anything, but I'm saying that... Even as a celebrity, I think he would go for an attractive. So I just want it to be said on air in front of our millions of listeners yeah. that if Jeff Bridges comes to Huntsville, I do have free a hall pass to make out. Yeah, with his penis. No, with his mouth. With his mouth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If he gets to second base, then we'll have to talk Brody we'll have Jenner. To leave. Brody Jenner. Brody Jenner. How many do you get? Do you get five? I, I think, think you, you should get five. five. Brody Jenner is on there? <laughs> uh, maybe. I oh, don't know. Man. And you've been giving me oh, shit about Scarlett oh, Johansson for years. Man, oh man. And Brody, Brody Jenner. Brody Jenner. I'm sorry, Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. What did I you say? You just said Scarlett Johansson. Oh, you know what I was thinking of was Sue Johansson, who is not <laughs> on my list. That, like, old lady sex expert. So maybe she should be on my list. <laughs> boy, oh boy, where were we? <laughs> anyway. Um, no, so to, to wrap this conversation up, yes, you may make out with Jeff Bridges. Brody Jenner, I don't know. Nah. My list is my list. Yeah. And you don't get to set my list. Right, but I get to set what, the permissions. It's like Facebook. Well, first of say. all, no, like, no, you don't. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely, you don't. I'll I choose. Just... All right, next episode, I'll have my top five. Okay, we'll, we'll do it. I'll bring mine, too, yeah. and we'll we'll talk it over, and we'll hash it out. Yeah, this is the first I've heard of Brody Jenner. <laughs> I've heard of, of Roger Sterling, which is totally fine with me. Um, um, John Hamm, John... that would be totally fine with me. What's Roger Sterling's real uh, name? Oh, what is it? It's... Totally slipped my mind. Girl, no. That's embarrassing. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. You want to say it? I looked it up. One, two, three. John John Slattery. Slattery. John Slattery, you're on my list, big guy. (laughs) Yeah, they're all listening right now. Why don't you get on in your wheelchair? (laughs) Wheel on down here. You know that uh, John Hambone is listening to this right now, wearing super tight shorts. That's not what people nickname him. What is it? You okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm scratching my nose. The ham dong. Ham dong. It should be ham bone. That's so much better. <laughs> Why well, is it a ham bone? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the ham dong. <laughs> maybe that's Let's just see. Um, the ham dong. John ham penis. <laughs> 
Oh man, uh, four very enticing theories about why you're. What does the rest of this say? Oh, anyway, there's no anyway, way anybody is still listening to this 48 minutes in as we Google random things. Um, oh, let's just wrap this up. I don't think anything else really exciting happens on the episode. Um, she gives him a rose. She says, "Will you take this rose?" And he says, "Put it on me." And then she grabs his dinner scarf and pulls him close for a kiss. I'm sorry. I'm still Googling Hambone. Is it Hambone? I don't know. <laughs> it should be Hambone. Oh, I'm saying we have the power anyway, of, with our audience to create memes. And it right. should be Hambone. Um, Will says that one of his biggest fears is not being enough. Yeah. His other big fear? Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you shouldn't be afraid of Jordan because the dude is a major clown. <laughs> oh, you clown. <laughs> oh, Jordan is the clown who came to town <laughs> to sign your yearbook upside to down. To turn this bachelorette show upside down. Um, okay, goodness. All right, anyway. All right, rose ceremony. Um, yeah, no cocktail party. Shockwaves among the group. No cocktail party. Yeah, we knew party. that was happening. Yeah. Kristan and Nick are cut. Oh, R.I.P. Kristan. Oh, we barely knew ye. Um, I like him. He seemed really too. sweet. Mm-hmm. He like had a good attitude yeah. going out. Well, fucking Harlem Globetrotter. I mean, he should have lasted a little bit longer. Kristan for Bachelor. Yeah, great. I'm in. I support it. All that's right, our dang. that's our cat performing. Well, uh, meow, 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 meow. Um. Okay. Well, uh, if the roach does not lay eggs in Anna's ear before next week, we'll be back to talk about the happenings. I will be back week. with my top five. Okay, top five. Three of whom I will have made out with already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's knock these out. All right. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.